right, we are back. Another episode of Backcountry BSing. This is more like Greenhouse BSing. This is Greenhouse yep. BSing. Um, <laughs> Look at how beautiful this uh, is. We are meeting with our good friend Jason Wish. Howdy, um, howdy. Jason Wish, another another of the uh, the famous Ohio backpacker YouTube crew. Ohio I don't know about famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You, you've, uh, you kind of lead the subs count right now, probably, actually. We uh, we met Jason, Jason last year at the first Ohio YouTuber meetup, yeah. and we've done another meetup with him. Uh, obviously, check out his channel. Thank you for talking to us, man. Absolutely. Welcome, guys, yeah. to my uh, humble little farm here in Bellefontaine, Ohio. <laughs> Most people say Bellefontaine. It's actually yeah. Bellefontaine. Yeah, and this is awesome because we're on uh, we're on an active farm right now, and then obviously we're in a greenhouse with these awesome tomato plants right now. So we definitely have to to pimp Wishwell Farms. Yeah, this is Wishwell Farms, but we we have we start these off with the same question we ask everybody: How did you get into backpacking? Oh boy. That was the one question I didn't prepare for. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the easiest one. <laughs> yeah, I should have known that was coming. Um, I would say when I was uh, growing up, I always camped out with my buddies in the woods because we have about a thousand acres on our family farm. And on the weekends, we would just go out and do uh, cowboy camping under the stars, build nice. forts and things like that. And then when my boys got a little, when I got married and had kids, um, my boys came along with us. We called them man trips father-son trips nice. basically and our very first one was at red river gorge oh, so what an awesome cool. place to kick that off yeah nice um and you know we had all the heavy gear kind of like what bryce had when he started backpacking <laughs> you so threw him under the bus yeah, immediately yeah. Bryce, you idiot. <laughs> but uh every year we kind of uh didn't really do true backpacking we would load up my in on my brother's sailboat and go out on some lake and just stealth camp on the bank somewhere. Oh, man. Oh, so that's so awesome. fun. We would take that's boxes so cool. of vegetables from the farm and oh, just live it up, man. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my very first backpacking trip started in September of 2016. I uh, had just about wrapped up the farming season here, and you know I'm going to all these farmers markets and talking to tens of thousands of people throughout the season. I was just needed some solo alone time. <laughs> my wife suggested, you know what? My dad used to go solo backpacking. Wait, that, that's that. how it started? That's how it started. Your wife saying, yeah, just go. Yeah, she's like, you should try a solo backpacking trip. And <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I was great. like, you know what? Maybe I'll try that. That sounds kind of nice, just to get away from everybody yeah. and be out in nature. So I uh, I had a backpack and lots of gear, you know, I've gathered over the years, but nothing lightweight. Or anything. Yeah. And did a 23, did the 23 mile loop to circumnavigate Baroque State Park Lake. And I did it in two nights, three days. So yeah. it was no hardcore backpacking, but you know, I actually got to go out and test out my new yeah. Hennessy ASIN zip that I just bought oh, for that nice. trip. And wait, how long ago was this? This was it'll be three years this September. Oh, so nice. I've only been backpacking for two and a half years. Okay. okay. Officially lightweight. Yeah. Attempting lightweight yeah. backpacking. You jumped in deep too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you went from like zero to sixty. I mean that's pretty sweet. <laughs> now you're now you're crushing twenty mile days. Yeah, I mean, there's something about the long mileage days that I really, really you, like. You like the high mileage. I do. That's pretty sweet, though. And I was actually just thinking about that in my last trip video that uh, I just returned from yesterday. Um, about at mile 12 to 15 is where I start to get worn out. The feet start getting a little tired. That's yeah. what we stop. Start to yeah. zone out a little yeah, bit. That's and just what get we They <laughs> start getting in this trance and you yeah, just yeah, go. Yeah, just go. And, uh, but then it gets kind of easy again. It's almost like a second win, you know, like runners get when you're a runner. Have you, have you been into like endurance sports at all? I ran cross country and Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, there it is. And I did not enjoy it. <laughs> That's interesting. But I was pretty good. I was decent yeah. at it. So 
Did you, uh, so a lot of people we've talked to on these, did you get into YouTube when you got into backpacking? Yes. So, so we can see the evolution of you yeah, backpacking. You can see my YouTube. horrendous shaky footage <laughs> with my old Panasonic Lumix. So, oh, Panasonic Lumix camera, yeah. Lumix, Borough State Park is. was my very first one. So, how did you, why did you decide for your first trip to document it and then put it on YouTube? Um, I'd, Always, I feel like I grew up with a video camera in my hands. Okay. At age 14, I had one of the giant ones in 1988. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> like, like on your <laughs> great big heavy 20 you should, do, you should do like a retro backpacking trip. Oh, I'm sure, man. I probably have some old footage somewhere. I think that'd be hysterical. awesome. <laughs> but I always filmed around the farm, jumping on yeah. a trampoline, all my friends just screwing off around the farm. And then uh, I always filmed our man trips with the kids, our father-son trips, and I never put them on YouTube. Yeah. I didn't really know anything about YouTube at that point. But I started watching Syntax and Frozen yeah, okay. in 2016, early in 2016, and that's where I started getting the idea um, of taking a camera along with me and actually vlogging kind of on the trail and putting it on YouTube. So the very first video um, wasn't very good at all, but it was my first attempt at actually trying that, and I had fun doing it. Yeah, yeah you know what? You just got to get content out there. People mm -hmm. will watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, it's cool. It's cool to talk to people who started backpacking YouTube at the same time to see yeah. how the how the backpacking mm -hmm. YouTube kind of like influence each other. I don't know because we started backpacking way before we were ever into YouTube. Yeah. But it's interesting because we started watching. Like I started like watching Syntax and Frozen. Those were the first two I started watching too. Uh -huh. Maybe it's like a geographic thing because they're closer. And certainly Frozen does a lot of the hikes like close to us. I don't know. That's how I kind of got into him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, right, I want to talk about farming. Yes. Okay. So, talk to us. How did you get into Wishwell Farms? Like, how did this whole thing start? I want to know. I want to know about. I want this. to know the history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's a brief rundown of the history of our farm. Um, around the turn of the century, of the nineteen, okay, the twentieth century, right? right. Early nineteen hundreds. My great grandfather, kind of homesteaded in this area, probably the late eighteen nineties, and had a handful of cows, just like everybody did back in those days. And it was more milk than their family could use. So he also, on top of farming, he also worked at the Big Four Railroad in Bell Fountain, which was a huge railroad hub okay. at that time. And my, his wife, my great-grandmother, would take the extra milk to the Big Four Railroad on pony cart and sell the extra milk. Oh, so Their oldest son, named Frank, um, took that business and ran with it and actually started a milk bottling company right here in Bell Fountain called oh. Hopewell Dairy. Okay. You can still find the little glass milk bottles in antique shops around nice. the country. Nice. So that grew into a huge business. I mean, multiple employees, um, butter and cheese, ice cream, all yeah. that good stuff, and a fleet of trucks. And that was bought out by a huge Chicago outfit in the 60s, so Hopewell Dairy was no more. And Frank's younger brother, Paul, which would be my grandpa, actually made, continued the dairy farm and expanded it to about 100 Holstein cows. And built a new dairy setup in 1963, and it was actually called the Electrified Farm of 1963. <laughs> People from all over came to see this really? new fancy dairy in 1963, milking 100 cows. So if it was still in operation today, it would be one of the oldest yeah. operating dairies around. But we sold the cows in 2001 um, because of my interest in growing vegetables. So you switched from dairy to produce? Yeah, we're okay. always grain farming a little yeah, bit. Right. And when we sold the cows in 2001, I graduated from Ohio State in 98 and with a degree in animal science and, and dairy science and with plans to come back to the family farm and take over the operation. Right. And 
I was just losing interest in dairy. I was getting tired of being kicked all the time, <laughs> crapped on, and everything else. So the interest in vegetables was growing. Everybody was wanting to buy this or that, and was, I saw potential there. So I kind of expanded that side of the business. And 2001 was a good time to get out of dairy farming. Yeah. Prices were really good for selling cattle, and we, I kind of took over the, I kind of grew the business, produce business from nothing, and mom and dad started concentrating on just the green side of the okay. operation and they expanded it quite a bit to about 1,300, 1,400 acres and they still maintain that today. And then I have a younger brother who is uh, 12 years younger than me who was a mechanical engineer and he left that and came back to the farm and he kind of helps half-time with mom guy. and dad. Yeah, he's a maple <laughs> syrup guy. Yeah, so, and right. you guys, I'm going to give you guys a bottle about maple syrup. Oh, oh nice. Nice. <laughs> You gotta save all the good stuff. Yeah. 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 So Joel, my brother Joel helps me part time and helps my mom and dad part time. We kinda all help each other right now because my dad's kind of phasing into retirement age. Okay. Right. So we're kinda bringing it all together eventually in the one operation. That's cool. So everybody's got a different kind of like focus on, yeah. on running yeah. the business. And mine's the this time of year obviously the greenhouse tomatoes. But then you make your brother sell it all at the farmers market. I was gonna market. say, he's the one we see at the farmers market. I actually started selling everything at the farmers market, but I'm kind of uh trying to slow down that side of yeah. it just a little bit. I stay back in the background here at the farm and make sure all the trucks are packed and sent out to the farmer's markets and uh, make sure I have good employees to run those so I don't have to be there all the time. Yeah. Is uh, are, are you the only person in your family that's really into backpacking? Yes. My oldest son, who is 17, Gavin, he, uh, he likes to see epic views. So okay. if I tell him we're going to go somewhere and see something awesome like Indian staircase or cloud splitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get him to come along okay. on a lower mileage trip. He's not into crushing the miles. Like See, that. he's not yeah. coming to <laughs> southeastern Ohio to crush Archer's Fork. Get your butt moving. Yeah. <laughs> come on, you uh, what, uh, What's your, this is great talking to another like Ohio backpacker. What's your favorite backpacking spot in Ohio? You know, we did a um, collaboration video about that. And at the time, Archer's Fork was number one for me. Yeah. Okay. And I, I was just on part of Archer's Fork this past weekend video coming soon yes. there you go and uh i walked by a couple of the rock outcroppings but i didn't see a lot of the beautiful part of yeah. the most beautiful parts of archer's fork i i don't know man I, mohican you know i like mohican i like archer's fork um Baroque, a lot of you know Baroque doesn't get a lot been, of love. We've never done. Baroque. Yeah, we've never. I don't done understand it. why everybody likes Wildcat Hollow. <laughs> I don't. It is the flattest, most boring yeah, trail. I don't, I don't like There's it. a couple of nice campsites yeah. in the pines, but yeah, other than yeah, that, you know, yeah. I didn't it's care got for the it. Yeah, it's got the pine area, but yeah. that's yeah. Baroque's been on our radar for a while. It's never done it. And it's you can walk weird. to Baroque from the Wildcat Hollow parking lot. Really? It's that close. Yeah, it's that close. Yeah, within a mile, I think. That's right. I think I knew that. It's just south of it, I believe. Does Burroughs, do you have to have like stay in a certain area? Yeah, that's the bad thing about Burroughs. That's, that's, that's what, what I thought. There right? is um, a little section of it that is a quarter mile off trail in Wayne National Forest. So they have a, a little campground. It's okay. a little pay primitive oh, campground okay. that uh, you can stay in. It's really, really nice. But other than that, you have to stay in one of the, the designated camping spots right. around the lake, which right. makes it a little more difficult. That's just a good one to go crush some miles. Do 23 miles in one day. Yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. <laughs> What's your, uh, what do you have on the on the backpacking agenda that you want to share for this oh, year? Oh, man. Um, long term, I would say it's got to be the John Muir right now. I have a buddy that I uh, was actually going to plan the John Muir trail with yeah. um, that was with me on one of my Red River Forge trails, but he had to move to Japan for two years oh. for his Honda job. Yeah. So that one's kind of on the back burner yeah. now, but I think we're going to hit that one eventually. 
Um, That's like a bucket list. Yeah, yeah, just so you know, we all know somebody, I can't say it on here, but we all know somebody who's doing the JMT this year, and you do too. Really? Okay, well, you'll have to... Well, talk off camera. Yeah, you'll have to hook me up with that person. (laughs) (laughs) Need some knowledge on that trail. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll do parts of the PCT eventually. Um, I have kind of... in the back of my mind, maybe doing the AT in 2025. Really? Oh, wow. Just oh, because that's so, when I will be an empty nester. Yes. I'll, my three teenagers will be out of the house yeah. in six years. So the youngest is 13. Yes. So, nice. so you you consider you want to get into the actual long distance through? Possibly. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to feel in five, six right. years. You know, that's right. a long way away. Yeah. Maybe I won't even be a backpacker. You know, my wife and I really like to travel. We've been on Caribbean cruises. We've been all over the country. Um, we love to camp. We used to have an RV, so we camped at a lot of state parks around Ohio. Yeah. But with my business, I wasn't able to go away for long trips on my, with my camper outside the state. Okay. So we got rid of that, and that's when my my interest in backpacking came about. Was after the RV oh, camp. Okay. Um, but I, there's something about the thought of doing the AT and having my wife be my resupply. Oh, on the trail with the perfect. RV sounds, with yeah. the motorhome. She would go oh. the motorhome and go from point to point to point oh, every that's four days. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Me. That's perfect. So you're, you, you constantly have like a mobile hostel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. a really So, good you know, that way I still get to see my wife. I'm not away from her for five is she into, months. Is she into doing that? Right now. You know, I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah. But, okay. you, you know, like I said, her? six years away is a long time. So things could change. Would you? Would do? You, do you ever see yourself being the person that like does the AT then the PCT? Like really gets into yeah, that? I'm, I'm no Darwin on the trail, right? <laughs> <laughs> or a homemade wanderlust. But uh, you know, that interests me. What they do? Okay. If I could make a living somehow traveling, yeah, right. yes. you know, who doesn't yeah. think that? I mean, you know? yeah. If I could yeah. make a living traveling, I would probably farm this much, <laughs> <laughs> or not farm at all. Yeah. To be honest yeah, with yeah. You. Um, so, so here, since we're talking also about high mileage, so Bryce actually put out a video this morning. That's had he talked about how he keeps it, how he's able to maintain like his his physical conditioning yeah. in order to. You stole my idea. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna do that nice. next Call week, out. and now Tim Watson's gonna do it too. What the heck? Yeah, that's funny. But but uh, Bryce Bryce just mumbles his way through the video, be like, oh, I just gotta get those leg muscles going. Yeah. And so I don't think Bryce is really as educated as you are on the subject. Sorry, mm. Bryce. But what do you? He's do? done more high mileage stuff than Bryce, probably. Yeah, and I'm just ripping on Bryce yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> but what do, what do you do to uh, to stay in shape so you can yeah, crush um, those miles? Well, I started watching a little bit of Bryce's video today, but I got bored and had to, to do something else. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I haven't fair, finished. Fair. I have not finished Bryce's video yet. I can't wait to see the rest of it, Bryce. Um, running, I love to run, but I got plantar fasciitis last November. Oh, yeah. okay. No, two Novembers ago. It took me a year to get over plantar fasciitis in my wow. right foot. So I had to quit running. I was no high mileage runner. I would do three or four miles once a week. Okay. That was it. Just to keep all the, you know, the ligaments and tendons or whatever, you, you know, lose. my knees and ankles and feet in yeah. shape. And then I would go out and hike around my block or something five or six miles once a week. So that was basically all I did. And I've always weight trained. Okay. Um, in college, I did a lot more. Um, but now, you know, with a family and a farm, I just try to hit each muscle group one time a week. Yeah. So and it's usually lightweight. I'm not out to bulk up. I mean, yeah. I'm a skinny guy. I don't. I have a body more for running yeah. and hiking long distances. But uh, I think it's important to keep your muscles in shape. I don't want to be. Um, I concentrate on squats and lunges for my legs. Okay. And more higher reps like 12 to 15. Right. 
and with lighter weight because I, I have had a back injury in the past so I got to be careful not to re-injure my back but uh I think when you have a backpack on and you're climbing um steps yeah. or doing some high incline um hills I think the lunges and the squats sure. really help out with that I'll, I'll admit that I don't have the cardio that I wish I had so I've been trying to bike a little bit okay so when I had plantar fasciitis and I couldn't run um I thought biking would be a good substitute for that easier on my foot yeah. and still can get a little bit of cardio out of that okay. so those are my three main things uh weightlifting cardio and biceps do you do you do anything like nutritionally different um I just try to eat try to a eat balanced more. diet you know everybody can probably eat more fruits and vegetables right so sure. I mean that's always a struggle but I live on a vegetable farm, yeah so, you got yeah. no excuse six months of the year yeah. how hard can it be yeah you eat a lot of tomatoes don't you <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of pasta sauce yeah. <laughs> okay so where else do you think about going this year yeah I never did finish talking about uh, upcoming plans we were just talking about long distance yeah. Yeah. and the future plans um actually in a couple weeks I'm meeting up with uh four other Ohio guys and we're going to be traveling into Pennsylvania to do some oh, nice. hiking out there. There's some uh, pretty neat places in Pennsylvania. Um, I'm going to make you guys wait for that video release. Yeah, I can't, tease. I can't tease them. where we're going. <laughs> tease them. But I can tell you where I was supposed to be going. Yeah. Me and the world of coding World according to goat. Me and uh, a, the world I can't according say to goat. Three. We just say goat. Me and <laughs> yeah. the world according to goat. Yeah, I just call him goat. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to meet up with Frozen from Outdoor Adventures and do 100 miles on the AT. Nice. I just had this dream of doing 100 miles. It would be both of our records. You know, my record is 77 miles okay. on the, the Foothills Trail in South Carolina. And his record is like 80 miles. So we wanted to crush that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we were going to try to do it in four days. Four nights, four and a half days. Jeez. So it was going to be, you know, some 25-mile days. And wow. I'm sure Frozen could handle that no problem now. He probably has oh hiking legs. God. And we would have struggled to keep up, I'm sure. But uh, that was the plan. Yeah. But logistically, I think that would have been a nightmare yeah. trying to figure out where to park our vehicles and, and line up a shuttle. Oh, yeah. You had a shuttle, right? Yeah, yeah. we don't know where he's going to be. Somewhere yeah. in Virginia yeah. next month or, or this month. So that's not going to work out. We're just going to um, stick to Pennsylvania for this trip. Okay. Okay. So, uh, my burning question is, uh, you bought a tent. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We got do, there. Why did you do that? <laughs> so, if, if you follow my channel, yes, I am a, I can still consider myself a hammock man. But, I started thinking a little bit ahead of places I may be, okay, this is a three-part answer. Okay. First part is, I was thinking ahead to places like the JMT. Right. or other places that may be difficult to hang my hammock. Okay. And I wanted to have that option of a super lightweight tent and, and the ease of setting up and the possibility of taking my wife with me. Uh, okay. My okay. wife That's hates fair. hammocks. She will, she cannot sleep in a hammock. So we now have the tent. That was reason number two okay. for my wife and I. So setting up in places without trees, be able to take my wife. And I was getting a bad sleep. I was tossing and turning a lot in a hammock. Yeah. And I thought that I would sleep better being flat on the ground. I was just always craving that perfect stretched out yeah, sleep yeah, and not yeah. being rolled up in a hammock a little bit. But I gotta be honest with you, after sleeping in my duplex on the Foothills Trail three nights, and then in the shelters twice with Frozen and Gary, I did not sleep well. <laughs> I was like, maybe the hammock's not so bad after all. Yeah, right. <laughs> so That's I'm gonna be back in a hammock now. Oh, nice. Oh. What did think about that? <laughs> I think she's fine with it. She doesn't mind. I'll, but I'll still stay in the tent with her when she yeah, goes yeah, along yeah. with it. Uh, advice for him? I mean, 
I feel like it just takes so long to die. It's taken. It takes years, I think, to get really good at the hammock thing. Well, that's interesting because my wife won't sleep in a tent. She absolutely refuses to. Yeah, my wife likes likes the hammock too. Does, is your wife into backpacking at all? She did the Manistee Creek Trail. Oh, okay. Is that Manistee River Trail with me in Michigan after I went to it? Okay. And she had a blast, and I had a blast. So. Um, that was a great starter trip for her. Yeah, yeah. we just did a simple eight miles yeah. backpacking, then floated back down the river. Oh, oh yeah, that is perfect. Sweet. Yeah. and uh, you know she was miserable in the hammock. She froze because it got down in the freezing. Oh, okay. Didn't have a proper underquilt. Oh, I gave her my double Costco, <clears throat> and then uh, she was inside a sleeping bag, which is compressing the down. Right, right. And I had to use my pad inside a hammock. Tim Watson, oh. how do you do it? Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> no pads and hammocks agreed. for me. <laughs> agreed. Totally Seriously agreed. Seriously agree with that. But at least so, but she like likes the idea of being outside and backpacking yeah. and stuff like that. Just oh yeah, she just... loves to travel, loves to be on the outdoors and see, you know, God's beautiful creation just like I yeah. do. But uh, as far as hammocks go, I think that's out. We and found uh, if, if you can convince your wife to backpack, your ability to backpack is, is better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I found that at least. <laughs> yeah, at least I can be like, oh, no, I bought this for us. Yeah, right, right. Duplex, yeah. Eh? duplex. Yeah, it's for was, two. Yeah, that was tough yeah, to yeah. justify that experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a cheap tent. No, no. 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 All right, we have not talked about the viral video. Yeah, what happened? What? Give us the story on the viral <laughs> yeah. video here. So this was before. You know, originally my channel was just a backpacking channel. Yeah. And last September we were in the middle of soybean harvest, and my dad. Like I mentioned earlier, he's uh, in retirement age now. He's 71, and he's had some health problems, so he has trouble getting in and out of the combine sometimes. And, but he's still able to, and he was harvesting. And we were in a new field that we were renting this year that we didn't know okay. about the, the you know the layout of the land. And he fell into a like a little sinkhole in the field. It was probably just a big muddy spot, but it was tall weeds around it. And we couldn't see it. And my brother called me. He's like, uh, "Hey, you need to go here and help us pull this thing out. Um, it's full of grain in the hopper, and it's too heavy. We need to unload it." <coughs> So I was like, I'm gonna take my camera and film this. It's perfect. <laughs> Just to have some yeah, video yeah. footage to, uh, for that the was memories. A good for decision. Yeah, that was a really I didn't think anything of it. You know, I didn't think it would yeah. get a hundred views, you know. And that thing took off that, that weekend. Three up. days later it had like three thousand views. I was like, What? And I was showing my buddy, you know, a week later it had like eleven thousand. I was like, This thing is taking yeah. off and um at that time, I didn't have a thousand subscribers yet, or the watch time, so I couldn't monetize. Oh, okay. That is what put me over quickly. I mean, I was getting several hundred subs a day. Yeah. What's your sub count right now? I'm at thirty-seven sixty. Thirty-seven. Was that was that your first farm video? Yeah, that I think was so. right. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, I've done some farm videos in the past on another channel yeah. called Wishwell Farms. Okay. And but this one. It was up to around a quarter million or something like that, and I was finally able to monetize, but it took six weeks. So oh, I missed okay. out on oh, a huge oh. show. <laughs> that thing was over a half million before I was able to monetize. That's, it's what, got it's at? That's what it's at It's now? at 822 today. Oh, wow. So nice. Restless Outdoors joked with me that it was going to hit a million by Christmas, and it got close. Oh, I still think God. it's going to get there. You're but... blowing Bryce's viral video out of the water. <laughs> yeah, viral, 143,000. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's at 822. Yeah, you, yeah. Need to, you need to have a party when it hits a million. Yeah. Yeah, I'll call up. <laughs> you, could be, you, could, you could be the millionth watch. That'd be awesome, though. Yeah, I'll sweet. watch that. But I saw that a Devin had 1.2 on how to use a wag bag. Does what? he? What? Yeah. 2.2. <laughs> what? Yes. I, Unless I, I saw that, that wrong. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's check that out. I never did watch that. What are we doing wrong? Well, we're doing everything <laughs> wrong. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, so. 
going forward, then, are you going to continue the mix of, like, the backpacking videos and the farming videos? Yes, I, I think I, I love to. it. I, I think love you have it. to. Yeah, I think I you, you know, I struggle with the name of my channel. If I keep it Jason Wish, I can do anything I want. Yeah. If I kept it at Wishwell Farms, I feel like I'm locked into more farming. If I changed it to Wish for Adventure or something, <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> I'd be bad. backpacking. Yeah. I could be Wishwell Farms slash Jason Wish. You yeah. know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's just gonna be Jason Wish for now. Just, just keep the farming. Stuff keep the farming going. stuff. Yeah, we'll keep doing yeah. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're gonna. We, I have plans to document everything that happens on the farm this year, from nice. uh, all the harvesting of our fruits and vegetables and uh, grain farming. Nice. Wow, that's the plan. So, what, what are your what are your favorite places to backpack? Yeah, what what I, what's the most scenic place you've ever been to? Picture Rocks. Okay. Nice. And you know, I think I hit Picture Rocks right before you guys did Island Royal. Oh, yeah, okay. going up to me, I was like, "Man, I gotta get up there." That yeah. was awesome. I've always wanted to catch a fish yeah. and cook it on the trail. There's no better place. <laughs> There's no better place. It doesn't <laughs> get easier than that. Yeah, man. that's not fishing up there. That's catching. That's catching. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That, and we drove. It's awesome. funny you say that because we drove through Pictured Rocks to go up there, and we were like, "Man, Pictured Rocks look looks awesome." <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. The like, views. Sweet. You know, I was glad I wasn't crushing miles there. You know, that would be a one night, yeah. two day if you were yeah, only crushing miles, but. I was stopping and filming stuff and taking pictures like every five minutes. Yeah. So, and an eight mile trip took me all day because I was oh, stopping geez, constantly. Yeah. And I would stop, put my chair up, eat lunch and cook while we're looking at some amazing view. Yeah. It was just absolutely gorgeous. What uh, what advice would you have for people that might be going to Picture Rocks this yeah. summer? Um, probably just do what plenty of do? research. <laughs> yeah, what should, what should we do if we're planning on going to Picture Rocks? If you want to see just the grandest views and spend more time in the best areas of picture rocks i would skip like the first i think it's five to seven miles it starts from grand marais okay. mm -hmm. yeah to log slide that's where that huge sand dune is where they used to oh, yeah. slide the roll yeah, logs. Okay. that's that huge sand dune where they would roll the logs down the sand okay. over the lake superior um that's where the epic views start and the beauty i think other than that, it's like five miles of just walking through Ohio or Michigan woods. Okay. And then the last 12 miles after Miner's Castle is just a walk in the woods, pretty much. Okay. Oh, so, that's interesting. But if you're going to go there, we're gonna do that drive thing. that far yeah. for 42 miles right, or 44, right, right. whatever it is, you might as well do the whole thing, yeah. right? But uh, those are the best places, in my opinion. I did lots of research on the campsites there, so make sure you look. You're going to have to help us yeah, out. We're going to hit you up. Yeah, I my opinions on that. <laughs> You know, I got plans to take my wife there to do a like a little ten mile loop. I think it's like from the Beaver Lake area or something. There's a trailhead there. Yeah. And then you can do like a ten mile loop and see Grand Portal and all the uh, Chapel Rock and all that really pretty area. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. That's pretty sweet. Other than that, uh, my favorite place after that, more recently, was probably the Foothills Trail. Okay. It's a 77 mile through yeah. hike down in South Carolina and North Carolina. And that was is that the one beautiful. That, is that the one you did with? Is that the one you guys did? You did with other people no I did that one solo okay and that was really uh, crushing miles on that one for short days yeah you know it's dark at 530 yeah. that was tough getting yeah. 20 to 23 in every day that was tough oh, I remember yeah I do remember watching that one <laughs> but that was beautiful because of all the waterfalls yeah, you yeah, like waterfalls yeah. you gotta hit the, the foothills trail it's yeah. amazing how did you why did you decide to go there specifically I think I just came across I was looking oh it made um, backpackers 50 best hikes oh okay oh, really? over 50 miles Oh. And, uh, you know, not, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do that yeah. two days. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and I started researching and seeing all these waterfalls. And yeah. It's like, wow, that has got to be an amazing trail to check out. So. Do you uh, do you have any other spots in, like, the southeast you want to hit up? Mm, 
the Triple Crown. Okay. Virginia. You know, that was actually on the radar yeah. with me and Goat just to look at the Triple Crown. But, you know, at that time in the planning process, we were looking for higher miles in 34, I think it is, 34-mile okay. loop to see, uh, yeah. what is that, Tinker's Cliff, yeah, Dragon's yeah, yeah, Tooth, yeah. and McAfee Knob. Yep, yep. I think those would be some epic, yeah. spectacular views. So. Um, we're definitely going to make that happen someday. So you you say you want to go to the GMT. Have you have you ever gone out west backpacking? Not backpacking, but I've been to Yosemite with my family. Okay, like and during like the RVs. The yeah, RV? well, we were in a minivan. Okay. We did the Tioga Pass, okay. which is a great big eight hour loop in a van, you know, driving around seeing everything. Okay, oh. and then we went into the valley and we went up uh, Glacier Point, so we saw everything you can see from. Yeah. Driving around right. and maybe walking a couple hundred yards. We didn't do any okay. backpacking, but ma'am, I was salivating. Yeah, you got <laughs> I was driving through there. I saw hikers going through the trails. Yeah. It was like, oh my gosh, I need to, I need to get on this. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Because we've never, I've never backpacked out west at all, other than Colorado. But I'm, I'm talking like Wyoming, South Dakota, like west. Okay, like west coast. I'm talking west coast. Right. right. Yeah, it's yeah, such a different. It's so different feel out there. Uh, and then like when we were in Colorado, we got like a little taste of it. And it's just it's so much different than the Midwest or like the Southeast. I don't know, it's a totally different like terrain. Oh yeah. See, being in this greenhouse and seeing the base of this greenhouse actually reminds <laughs> this me. This is what the trail. This is, is what right? the trail is like. like yeah. Colorado. Gravel fine. It's yeah. seriously like wow. fine gravel the whole time. Huh. Like uh, a logging road in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's bigger gravel. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It, it gives you like a different perspective because we always joke about how the AT is kind of like the Midwest. You could crush the Colorado. You could trip. crush the Colorado. Like the one that you went on with Bryce yeah. and Red. Was it Red that went with yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, that you, looks amazing. You personally could do that in like a week. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's it's not it's graded very easily. Uh-huh. Uh, like it's, it's it's like a livestock grade almost. Wow. And it's this kind of stuff, so it's not like you're gonna lose any time mm. dealing with rocks and roots, and you could just zip through it. And the whole thing, I think, is like 350 miles. 480 something. Oh, 480. 480. Yeah. Wow. So it might take him like 10 days. Yeah. I take like 10 <laughs> days. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would definitely like to hit some. Do you, uh, would you would you ever get into like ultra running or anything? Um, you know what interests me is FKTs. Okay. Okay. That's cool. so that's ultra that. running. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing the um, Foothills Trail, the FKT is that what it's called? FKT? Yeah. 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 It was like. Eight hours? Four, 14 hours? It was done in one day. For 77 miles? Yes. And, you know, and I was looking at the Georgia Loop, which is, which is a 57-mile loop. Yeah. And I forget the time frame, but I figured it out, and it was like 5.5 miles an hour. Okay. Which is a S- pretty slow, slow jog, run. but yeah. super, super right. fast walking. Right. You know, you're just probably jogging down the hills right. and speed walking up the right. hills. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely not capable of doing that, but... I mean, I have some interest there. Okay. But, you know, now that I'm, it's only a matter of time. I'm getting close to middle age, man. That's yeah, going to be tough to go that fast. You're seriously, you like a challenge. Ultra yeah, running. How old are you? I'm 45. I'm telling you, ultra runners your peak at this Is that pace. right? Seriously. Wow. Like long distance, because I'm just slowly starting to get into it. But it, it's just long distance, slow for a runner, which is super fast for a hiker. Yeah. But I'm telling you, men in their mid to upper 40s are the ones that are crushing this. Wow. Because uh, it's something about just being on your feet. And hiking gives you a really good taste of it because you're gonna you're getting the elevation and you're getting the time on your feet. Uh-huh. And then just take that backpack off and just keep going. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you're training your backpack for yeah. a vest. And like you said, you're going to be jogging everything and walking the uphill and maybe like power jogging the downhill. Right, right. But other than that, I mean, it's... it's I don't see it as that different from what you're doing right now. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, it's definitely interesting to me to take on a challenge. Yeah. You know, there's something about the completion of a loop. That's what's always 
enticed me about these little loops I've done. I've done all the loops in Ohio yeah. that I used to offer, and a lot of them, in, you know, some in PA and some in Michigan. And you know, I'm just, you know, through hikes are fun too, but then you, you got to line up shuttles, and everything, yeah, so it yeah. makes it a little harder. But yeah, there's just something about conquering a trail in a, in a fast time that interests me. You should look at the Wonderland Trail. The Wonderland? I have never heard of that. That's uh, 90 miles. It goes around Mount Rainier in Washington State, Ooh, yeah. and it's got a lot of elevation it's gain. 50,000 feet of climbing. Yeah, it goes around Mount Rainier. It's ninety mile loop, so you can just park, go on. Yeah, but it's got a permit system. You got to book it pretty far in advance. Okay. But that's right up your alley. Yeah, um, Ray Lakes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's that. a forty four mile loop with a lot of elevation. I almost got my wife talked into going out there with me sometime. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a struggle for her first big hike. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably probably be the first one. Don't hit him with forty four miles of climbing. <laughs> have you uh, have you ever done any backpacking in Indiana? Um, just recently, the Charles Dean Wilderness with uh, Dan Becker. Oh, that's right. And I Jeremiah this. Stringer. That's right. I love you, Dan Becker. Your channel that's right. rocks. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my... You guys I, went to Indiana? Yeah. I knew this question was probably going to come yeah. up eventually, uh, who I like to watch on YouTube. and So I'll just get it out of the way right now. I yeah. don't watch a lot of YouTube, yeah. but because uh, I just don't have time. Yeah. It takes away from my farming and my right. family time. But right. uh, when I do, I usually watch Restless right away and Dan okay. Becker right away. And I try to watch you guys and Bryce and all the Ohio guys. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I did the Charles Dean Wilderness, and that was just uh, basically car camping. You know? Oh, really? We hiked in, two miles camped, moved our cars to a new trailhead, yeah, five more yeah, miles yeah. camped and came back. So, But I got to you know get a taste of... Uh, Hoosier National Forest that way. Right. Yeah. And then I did the through hike of the Knobstone Trail. 40, I remember, I saw 47, yeah. I remember yeah. when yeah. you did that. Yeah. 46 or 47 miles in that one night. Days. I remember days. you did that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I got my record <laughs> uh, mileage that day. 23 miles at the time. So yeah. that was awesome. I remember when you did that. Yeah, and yeah. That, that about killed me. Was that, that last was, year? Yeah, last. You no, know, it was just this. Uh, Last April, yeah, yeah, almost a year ago. It was right after the meetup, I remember you were yeah. that. So yeah. the best part about that is you you crush those miles, you get done with the trail, and then you just got to drive home. Like, <laughs> are you just hurting on that drive home? Yeah, you know, a, nothing a good state will cure. <laughs> yeah, right? So, no, that's a great question. Yeah. So we always talk about this. What is your, especially because you're crushing miles, what's your, like, your post-trail post meal? Is it a mm. steak? What is it? When I go out with my family, you know, for a steak, we'll go to Texas Roadhouse or something I get love and get Roadhouse. sirloins because those are cheaper. Yeah. But when I go out by myself or with another hiking buddy, it's got to be a ribeye. Okay. So a ribeye, salad, baked potato with all the works. So and that's a nice like, tall, and maybe a nice tall cold beer to go with that. Yeah, yeah. So that's my post-trail um, meal for sure. Yeah. How do you get your steak cooked? Medium rare. Nice. Yeah, the only way. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. And, and a ribeye, well, you know, it's got extra fat on it. Yeah. But man, you got to eat it all after it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. None of these medium cooked steaks. Oh man. Well done with ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're cheeseburger people, but definitely we're just we're beef people. Yeah. We're, we're, and the cold beer too. Yeah. Oh my god. Now I did have a cheeseburger um, yesterday when I returned from my. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where'd you get? Where'd you get? Where? Where'd you get a burger coming back from there? I just Googled off I-70, oh, yeah. restaurants near me or nice. something, and I found Applebee's. I don't uh, really care yeah. for Applebee's, but it was right off the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked up for There's me. something about, like, like you've been in the woods, so it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, yeah. I like to find off-the-wall things, yeah. you know, uh, some um, hidden gem, you know, in a city I'm close to. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's the most fun. Uh, should we do the speed round? Lightning round. Uh, lightning round? Oh, no. 
I think uh, don't think I instantly don't thought think. of Josh Ebersol for some reason <laughs> I didn't even watch all of that one but I uh, I think I saw him fumble round. through yeah, it yeah we played okay round. he struggled with the lightning round but part of the problem is we gotta come up with stuff to ask you really fast yeah we don't, yeah. We don't have we don't, we don't have these presets oh no this is off the cuff um okay Archer's Fork or Baroque Oh You're gosh. already thinking too much. Uh, Archer's Fork because of the camp sucks. Do I need to have an X point? No, no, that's you whatever. That's a good. Fork. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Midwest or West Coast backpacking. Midwest. Ooh. Just because that's all I know right now. Yeah, right. That's, that's, fair. Fair. that's fair. That's fair. Chevy or Ford. Ford. I want to ask a farming related <laughs> question, <laughs> but I don't know enough. <laughs> I don't know anything about farming. Favorite thing to farm? Sweet corn. That's where I got my start. Is that why? Is that why it's your yeah. favorite? Yeah, I was just selling some sweet corn out of a family garage. Nice. There's something, this derails from lightning around, but there's something just so freaking cool about growing your own food. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just I mean, knowing where your food comes from. Knowing where your yeah. food comes from, and yeah. we haven't talked about enough on this, but there's something that's so sweet about that, and I, I don't know, it's something to us as city dwellers, that's something we like mm -hmm. fantasize about, you know? And you guys are the reason people like you in the city that have made this buy local movement. Explode, and it, it's, it's incredible. The farmer's it's markets better. around Columbus, yeah. and I'm sure every big city yeah. has awesome farmer's markets that they're... You know, I mean, that has allowed me to do what I do. Have you noticed? Actually, we did want to talk to you about this. Have you noticed a big like increase in that sort of stuff over the last oh, yeah. like ten to fifteen years? Yes. You know, I got my start at the Worthington Farmers Market yeah. in two thousand one. That was my first big farmers market, other than the local one yeah. here in Bell Fountain. And they have just exploded. Every suburb of Columbus has yeah. a farmers market a different day of the week, and there's like six on Saturday. There's probably more than that. There's like eight. Yeah. But we go to six on the loan, and you know it's. You guys go to six just on Saturdays, yeah. So it's oh a, it's it's a lot of logistical. No, it's. I, mean, it's I buy I buy probably seventy percent of my produce from a farmers market. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Like you can get everything from farmers market. Yeah. Yeah. Meat, eggs, cheese, yeah. bread, all that good stuff. Yeah, and, and I get most of my meat from farmers market. Yeah, as well. yeah. We we we've been doing the meat, the produce. I mean, as much as we physically can. Uh, best favorite farmers market, Worthington. Ooh. Oh, by far. That's no, the biggest one, right? Hands down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We go to the Clintonville one just because yeah. it's closer. It is nice. Yeah. yeah. That's second. Uh, favorite farm other than your own? Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, maybe this now is stumped him. Stumped him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe, um, maybe Blank this... Moo Cluck. That's where we get our... It's uh, not a produce farm, but... That's where we get our meat. Get our they set up next to me at Worthington. I've become really good friends with them. We get our, we get our they have the them. best bacon yeah. ever I've ever had in my life. Have you had their bacon? Yes. I've had almost all their stuff. Yeah. I sample it for free, though. I just walk over there and aim this plate full of samples. You're in the loop. Yeah, that's funny. Their bacon Arc Blaster, Arc Hall. Hall. That's what I got. That's what I got, yeah. Nice. Favorite backpacking meal. Favorite backpacking <laughs> meal. <laughs> See, we'll throw that around on you. It was uh, uh, what's the name of it? Sweet and sour pork. I've never. But I've I just had three in a row because I ordered a box of six, and now I'm ready. We wanted something different. So. But no, actually, I take that back. My favorite is packet gourmet mango kale smoothie. I saw that. Oh my gosh! Shake it up with some water. <laughs> Hit the trail and drink it on the trail. You talk about a perfect meal for speed hiking. Yeah. So, wow. so Mountain House or Packet Gourmet? Mountain House still. Nice. Because I got there 
All-American Cheeseburger Works or whatever yeah, it's called, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you talk about a mess putting that together. Yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't happy with the amount of condiments that came with it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you just want to throw that water yeah. in the bag. <laughs> throw the water in the bag, be done with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, so. if you're hiking 25 miles a day, it's just like, yeah. I don't want to think about this. Yeah, you know, Gary on the AT, you know, he was in the shelters with me and Frozen on the Laurel Highlands. He sits up, he's over there in his little corner, and in five minutes, he's like packed up and ready to go, and I'm still like working on my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome <laughs> my back of the yeah. Okay, that's gonna wrap it up. Thank you so much, Jason, for inviting us out here. Yeah, and this is incredible. If you live in Columbus, I mean, make sure you're, yes. you're going to a farmers market and buying from Wishwell Farms. Buy from Wishwell Farms. We uh, that's our produce farm of choice. Yeah, oink boot cluck. Oink boot cluck also for meat. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Jason, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks uh, for letting Check out his anyway. channel too. Yeah, Jason has fantastic videos. Your editing is off. Yes, your production quality. I appreciate that. No BS is really good. Yeah. That's something we've always talked yeah. about with your videos. I know you're trying to wrap this up, but I really struggle with the variation of content on my channel. It's tough. You know what I mean? Because I, I have a lot of different stuff. I like kayaking. Yeah. And I like to include my farming on there too. The farm so videos. I, we have a ton of the farm videos. We love the farm videos. We love the city dwellers. We can't get enough of the farm <laughs> it's like, videos. It's like come out here like tourists. Like, <laughs> oh, this is what you do outside Dude, agro-tourism. <laughs> agro-tourism. This is a gold mine. Um, okay. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for talking as always. Yep. And we will catch Absolutely. everybody on the next episode Thanks, of guys. Backcountry Greenhouse BSing. Greenhouse BSing. <laughs>